in the Big C Church, creativity, it's not really seen as a major tool to help bring unbelievers to Christ or to feed God's children, right? Which means for those of us who are creative, we can often feel as if our creativity just doesn't have a place. But what if I told you that your creative gift, whatever that is, is actually super vital to the kingdom? What if I told you that perhaps God has imbued you with creativity for such a time as this? Lady friend, let's look at four specific reasons as to why your creative gift is immensely powerful and pivotal to the kingdom. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus Empowered Maiden podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relatescape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. So welcome, lady friend. I hope that wherever you are, you are experiencing a nice segue into fall, especially if you live someplace where the seasons actually change. I'm in the Midwest, and I am currently recording this podcast sporting some very adorable baby Yoda slip-on slippers <laughs> because, one, I saw them in Target recently, and even though I didn't buy them at the time, I could not stop thinking about them. Uh, and two, I while well, I love fall and I love the temp- break in from the hot temperatures, of course, we get to get things like cold feet, so... I'm a lover of cozy socks, but I needed something extra, so baby Yoda to the rescue. So uh, let's dive in and talk about uh, creativity, um, which I feel like baby Yoda was a perfect segue (laughs) into this topic, even though he's not, he's certainly creative, if not Christian. Uh, But let's talk about creativity and where that plays out for us in the kingdom. So you know, because I would just throw out there, how often do we actually hear the words church and creativity in the same sentence? Because church is where we uh, probably base our community out of. It's where we're going on a regular basis, right? It's kind of like a hot spot or foundation of our walk with Christ, at least theoretically for most of us. But church and creativity does not, they're not words that we usually hear put together. And so if you're inherently creative and you also really love Jesus, you're naturally going to want to use your creativity for him. But this is where, you know, things can get difficult. It's difficult to find the answers to the how and the where if there isn't a spot for it. 
you know, despite the fact that the Bible basically, or not basically, literally opens with, you know, words about God creating, right? In the beginning, God created. Creativity isn't something we see a lot in the church, except for a few standard ways. And in some ways in the Christian culture in its entirety, right? There's sort of certain pockets, but it's not kind of very highly integral. And so for those of us who are creative and we have a desire, when we don't see a place where that desire is being met for others or it's being played out for others, we can feel as if there simply isn't a place for our own creative talents or just creativity in general. And then that leads to questions and frustration and all the things, right? Well, in this episode, I just want to first off assure you that you are who you are meant to be. God didn't mess up, right? He didn't make you this super creative individual who also loves him just to drive you nuts, right? It wasn't to torture you by making you think that your creativity doesn't have a place because it it certainly does. And in fact, I'm just going to point the needle where it needs to go. Creativity is immensely powerful, which means you not only have a place in his kingdom with your creative gifts, but you have a role that is very vital. So let's break this down and look at four specific reasons as to why that is so true. So First and foremost, number one, the creative arts provide inspiration and encouragement. And just as a side note, when I say the creative arts, I'm that is a very wide bucket. That can include any type of writing, any type of visual medium, digital, uh, tangible, physical, could be dance, can be music, any of those things. I mean, I think one of my other episodes where I talked about creativity had example somebody who made like skateboards for Jesus, knitting for Jesus. I mean, whatever it is that you are gifted at and you just really love to do that's creative, I'm including that when I'm thinking of this or using this phrase of the creative arts. So don't feel that I'm simply pointing to specific things. I'm totally out of the box of what we probably would normally think about that, okay? So whatever you do, I'm including you in this. So first and foremost, the creative arts provides inspiration and encouragement. Here's the thing, guys. Like, we live in a fallen world, right? We all know that. We all deal with a lot on a daily basis. There's a lot of things to do, places to go, challenges. Enemy tries to throw things up in our path. And beyond that, we're also called to live differently than the world that we're currently in, right? So... First of all, Lord knows we endeavor to be realistic, okay? So we know that everything isn't going to be like a fairy tale while we're in this life. But we also, as as part of that realism, like we need some inspiration and encouragement, right? We need things to help us refresh, to replenish, to keep us motivated and, you know, moving onward and upward. And God knows this. If you think about, um, I think one of the best examples is this, of this is when he was leading his people out of Egypt through the desert, which he was doing on purpose because his, like, his motivation wasn't to get them from point A to point B as quickly as possible. It was to purge the, their old life from them and draw them closer to himself. But on that journey, he would do things like um, 
I forget exactly where it is off the top of my head, but he brought them to an oasis and the oasis I think had like one, had like the same number of wells as there were tribes, right? So it was very specific to their need. And those oasis moments, I'm putting oasis in quotes here, could come through a variety of ways. It, it can come through art. It can be a dance, an artwork, any kind of creative source that God can use to speak to his daughters through or just to provide a respite, to give us something um, that kind of reflects like the properties that we think of when we think of like heaven and God and just kind of like that wondrous feeling and like what it's going to be like. Any and all of those things. And sometimes, like, he can give us a glimpse into something or help us aspire to something through something that we've seen visually, right? So, number one, arts, just creativity and arts, they just provide inspiration and encouragement. And the list is very, very long. I don't mean to kind of quickly go through this point, but it's... There's so much that God can do through art, right? I mean, look at nature. That is God's handiwork day in and day out. And how much inspiration, encouragement, relaxation do we get from being out in nature? That's why people seek nature for that particular reason, to get outside, to take a load off, to just look around and take in the beauty. That in and of itself is highly needed, right? Otherwise, God wouldn't have bothered to create like that. So... The creative arts, they are important because they provide all of those things, inspiration and encouragement. Number two, getting a little more deep here, ladies. The creative arts are how we share our stories and our testimonies. So this can happen two ways. So stories or testimonies, they can be told through the art form itself. So maybe you have like a blog, maybe you have a video series and you kind of just are telling a specific story. It's very out there, right? It's not hidden. Or secondly, our stories and testimonies can come through the the conversation that the art invokes, right? It causes people to stop and stare. It causes them to think. It causes them to go learn more about you on your website and read your story because they want to understand the inspiration behind this work that they can't get out of their head. The two can also happen simultaneously, right? Why, why are stories so important? Stories are highly, highly pivotal to human relationships. They are super important. Sharing our stories is how we connect with each other as humans in a very important and deep way. First, it's where we find common ground, right? Like, especially when we discover that we've experienced or lived through something similar to what somebody else has. And so we were like, oh, I know exactly what that feels like. I know what you're going through, whether it's a good experience, bad experience, somewhere in between. And so it that's where we start to form a bond and where we start to come together despite the other differences that we may have, including where we're just unique, right? We're indiv- you know, individuals. So maybe I wouldn't have necessarily approached you from across the room, didn't think maybe that we would become best friends, but sharing a story that changed all that, right? It gave us a glimpse into who somebody is, 
what they've gone through, what I have in common with them. Then on the flip side, stories also help us understand each other or to emphasize with one another, right? Maybe we haven't experienced what the other person has gone through, but there are pieces of the story that we can either relate to or uh, emphasize with, or it just kind of rivets us and draws us in and makes us want to learn more or to support their cause. Stories are so extremely powerful. And anybody who creates knows that there is a story behind whatever they do. Doesn't matter if it's dance, writing, painting, woodworking. Doesn't matter if the story is blatant for all to see or if it's more subtle. Everything that's created has some type of story behind it. There's a reason, there's an inspiration, there's a motivation, maybe a healing. Could be any or all of those things. And creativity is how those stories get told. Again, doesn't have to be just I'm writing a book or I'm writing a blog, right? We don't have to think that direct, like writing a story. It could be any way that you create. Maybe the Afghans that you knit tell stories, right? Maybe the uh, things that create you create with wood tell stories. Doesn't, doesn't have to be straight up writing, right? But there's a story to everything that we create and that's, that's how things get told and how things get noticed. And that's very, very, very important, right? So number two, those creative arts, that's how we share our stories and testimonies. And then number three, even more importantly than our own stories and testimonies, the creative arts are how we share about God and Jesus and the stories of the Bible. That's point number three. There's a saying that we use at my day job, the source of truth. And we use this phrase anytime we want to refer to, say, like a document or a wireframe or whatever it is that is serving as a foundational basis for a project. So, you know, if document X says it's to be done done this way, then that's the way it needs to be done because that is the source, source of truth. Can't talk. So as I was outlining this podcast episode, I thought, what a good phrase to apply to the Bible, because the Bible is our source of truth as Christians, right? Like God never asks us to do anything that contradicts what's in the Bible, for example. But when it comes to the arts and creativity, I feel like we've used the source of truth concept with the Bible as a way to lock down the arts and creativity in God's kingdom. As if there's something wrong with bringing the Bible and all its stories and characters to life beyond the page. And especially giving it any sort of interpretation where the foundational truth may remain the same, but there's resistance to how it might be um, like changed or interpreted or tweaked when it comes to the delivery of it or the superficial, more superficial, non-foundational qualities to it. I don't know about you, but I'm like really highly imaginative and creative and I struggle with reading the Bible. It's not because I don't want to deepen my relationship with God or because I don't want to put in the effort or anything along those lines. It's just once I've read something, especially several times, I have a hard time seeing it 
differently or being like enthused enough to approach it again. And yes, the Holy Spirit and God and Jesus definitely talk to me through the Bible. It is the living word for sure. I'm not in any way suggesting that its power is limited. All I am saying though is that everyone is created differently. They're wired differently. They experience different things. And while we have the living Bible, every Christian, you know, obviously definitely needs to be in the word and understand it and know it. Why can't we also bring it to life? Because in my mind, here's the thing, bringing something to life in another creative medium always brings out additional aspects or layers and just helps us see and understand it from a different angle. A good example of this is the series The Chosen, where it's portraying the um, ministry years of Jesus's life. How many times have we read the passages in the Bible that have been uh, written into and filmed on that show? And how many ways and how many things have jumped out at you differently if you've watched this show when you saw it played out before you in a different creative medium, right? The foundational truth behind it is still the same. In fact, I like to watch a lot of the behind the scenes uh, stuff, not just for The Chosen, but for movies and TV in general. And they have a team of scholars from not just Christian, I think there's like a Jewish one, I forget what the third one is, but like they really, they are really trying to do the best to portray everything correctly. So the foundation behind it is, is the same, the best that they can do based on the Bible. But because that story of Jesus and those that are caught up in it are brought to life in a different way, it allows us to see it in a different way, in a good way. And the feedback from, you know, it's not just me, the feedback, according to Dallas Jenkins, who is the creator behind it, like a lot of people are finding that to be true. So, you know, I, I just don't believe that God, who is the capital C creator, right, who created the heavens and the earth and the plants and the animals and us, would limit us to only sharing the truth through one medium right like it's just the bible and that's that's it except for maybe a a smattering of you know i guess you could count like christian contemporary music or like some of the movies that have been made right and i think that everything we do and create should totally be in alignment with the bible and should ultimately point people to jesus and the bible uh but we we don't, I don't think we should ignore or discount the power of creativity, right? I think the two go hand in hand, but creativity really hasn't been given the reign that it should be. I think it's been reined in. So take me for example, I'm this really highly creative person and what God has really confirmed for me recently is that he created me to create for others and specifically through Relate Escape, my business and this podcast, it's all of you amazing women who are listening and are like the, the women that he has called me to talk to, right? So you're listening to my podcast, you're visiting my website, you're buying my original designs on my store. I'm using the creative gifts he gave me to point you to him 
In my case, it's really blatant because I'm sharing my story through my art, right? And my experience and leaning into him as to what he wants to talk about in alignment with that. For you, it doesn't have to be blatant, but it's just an example, right? God clearly created me to be creative for others. So that's point number three is creative arts. Again, no matter what you do, it's how we can share about God and Jesus and, you know, all the important lessons and stories and characters from the Bible. Not everything. I'm not saying we all have to <laughs> talk about the entire Bible, but, you, you know, you get what I'm saying, right? It's our way to share about Christ, if nothing else. Number four, the creative arts give God's character, stories, and glory more reach. Ladies, there are so, so, so many creative outlets and avenues today, and most of them can be shared online. We can create digital things, music, podcasts, blogs, digital art, you know, videos, and we can share and sell physical things, paintings, clothing, anything you can sell on Etsy, which is a ton of stuff, right? Whether you're selling it on Etsy or just giving it away to people, there are so many creative opportunities and ways to share about God and Jesus. And we're living in an age where not only is, are there a lot of ways, but it's accessible, especially to and with non-believers, those who currently do not believe in or have come to Christ. And in that way, again, you know, we want, it, we want things to be based on truth, whatever we do. But we can, by creating, we're also offering those things in a way that both glorifies God and draws interest to those groups, including non-believers. Look, in the past few decades, uh, the Big C Church has kind of propagated concepts that honestly, some of them aren't even really biblical and they just kind of need to go. For example, um, this idea that we need to get the unbeliever to a physical church building in order for them to be saved. Instead of us actually going out into the world as the body of Christ and showing and living out who we are as a lifestyle and being courageous and you know, opening our mouths when we're called to and things like that, right? There's this idea that we just get the unbeliever to the church building. Or there's this idea that if we just go out and shout Bible verses at the top of our lungs on a street corner, suddenly people will get saved, right? Just from hearing the word. Now, I'm not saying God can't save people in church or on the street. He can save anybody, anywhere, at any time. I'm also not saying that we should invite people to church or do outreach. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that the church has been in a place where it's essentially focused on a formula. In other words, bring your unbelieving friend kicking and screaming to church where, where we will water down things to make the message and experience more palatable to them instead of building up and encouraging us believers to go out and share our stories and our testimonies and our relationship with Jesus on a daily basis and whenever way that we can or that we're called to. 
Our Christian walk is a relational one. We have a relationship with our God. We have a relationship with Jesus. And we need to convey what that relationship is like to the world. It's not about religion, which I think has had too much of a time in the spotlight in uh, this country. It's about relationship with Jesus, right? And it's also about how God, you know, how God works in our lives. And he gives us these amazing stories to share about how he's changed us, right? How he's provided for us, how he did, you know, what was best for us, even though at the time we didn't realize that we're maybe like really upset with him and didn't see it until hindsight. All of these things. Not not that he made life super easy for us once we become saved, but like these are all the things that as our loving heavenly father, like he has done. They weren't all easy, right? But but he I think he actually works things out in a way. I don't think, I know, he actually works things out in a way at times so that we have stories that it's clear that only God did, right? Like only God could have done that. And there's a, there's a reason we have that. I, it's to edify our brothers and sisters in Christ for sure, but I, there are also stories that we can share with people beyond that group. And creativity, whatever that looks like for you, Right, like we've kind of already discussed, it can be pretty much anything in that bucket, is so immensely powerful. It's such an amazingly powerful way to convey any and all of the things that God has done, right? As well as what his relationship with, with us looks like. And that's not to say that we need to replace what we're, you know, what we should be doing on a daily basis, like just talking to people, you know, in our sphere, work colleagues, praying for people, just going with the flow wherever Jesus takes us. But it can certainly be a very strong complement to it. As creatives, we have the ability to put things out into the world in a way that other people are not wired for, right? That's not their gifting. We're all different. And, you know, just thinking about my own walk with God, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that God has specifically created us creatives. Don't you just love that phrase? God specifically created us creatives. <laughs> it kind of tries the point home. God has specifically created us creatives to do exactly that, right? <clears throat> to get his love, his message, his glory, everything about him out into the world way beyond just the physical walls of where his people meet. And in a way that goes beyond our own one-on-one -on -one kind of reach, right? Like this podcast episode is one to many, meaning I write out the outline, I record it, I release it to the world, and then, you know, many, many women can listen to it and be touched by it and reconsider things because of it and be loved and healed and fed by God through it. At least that's my open prayer. But all that to say, lady, whatever your creative talent or talents, even if you don't see a way to directly tell a Christian story through it, it can still speak to others and draw them to God simply because you are his daughter first and foremost. And so you're, you're already different than the world and you may be even, you know, different from the other Christians around you or the Christians that unbelievers have seen or be in contact with maybe they've only seen kind of like a religious christian 
They don't understand what it's like to have somebody who's had a relationship with Jesus and look at the amazing changes that have happened in her life. Look at the way that she handles things differently. That is going to play into whatever you create. Like, we're creatives. We create based, you know, like it's in whoever we are is infused in our creation. Just like God uh, created to like, like we're a reflection on God, right? Like men and women have different qualities of, and some the same, but like different reflections of like who he is. Whoever you are is going to naturally come out in what you create, how you, you know, how you're or where you're selling it, giving it away, displaying it, the story you're putting on your website to go around it. Whoever you are, whatever your story is, it will still come out. You don't have to worry about having something like, you know, my website where I have like a whole page <laughs> of here's my story, right? If you create and you're doing it out of your love for Jesus, it, it will be there. And I will even wager to say that God might even use your creativity in a way that you never really anticipated. And you know, we never know what he wants to do and who he wants to speak to and how he wants to get their attention. And you knitting for Jesus might be the way that he can talk to those lonely moms who've lost kids or, you know, whatever it might be. There's power in your creativity. And I think it's just a matter of taking one step at a time and recognizing that your creativity has power and that it matters and that God gave it to you for a reason. And just going to him and figuring out what those next steps are, those first steps are, and not not being afraid to go outside the box that I think cre creativity with the Big C Church has been this teeny tiny little box. And I think God's telling his daughters, like, no, creativity, we need to we need to bust it out of the box, right? Like, I want to do something. I want to move. I want to save people. I want, I want to speak to them. I want to draw them in, right? And I have all these daughters that I've imbued with creativity and I've been building them up like relationally and who they are and you know, let's get cracking. Let's do some amazing things. And he's got a wide range of talents because he wants to talk to a wide range of people in a wide range of ways, right? God is not about cookie cutter. The church is what ends up being cookie cutter because it wants to keep things nice and neat. God's not like that. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for each and every creative woman, no matter what her creative gift is. It can be cooking, it can be sewing, it can be dance, it can be choreography. There are so many ways, Lord, that you have as the ultimate big C creator. So many ways that you have imbued us with the ability to also create. And I just thank you for all the women who are just chomping at the bit to out of their love for you to not just be obedient but to help the you know widen your reach and widen your kingdom not because you uh necessarily need them to but because you love us so much you want to partner with us and you want to have your little uh little creations also do their their powerful creativity god i would just pray that you would cover each 
uh, woman listening to this episode with uh, protection, first of all, because I don't think the enemy is at all happy with the idea of using creativity to reach the masses whatever those masses looks like for us individually and I pray that you would just give her specific direction even if it's just a really small step where to start walking where you would like her to go how you would like her creativity to be used and I would just also pray for great joy Lord because it's not just about us you know being obedient doing the thing like you created us to be creative and so we find such joy in that and I think that is so important for us to grab onto moving forward just knowing that that joy is from you and we can can enjoy it and as we're making such a huge impact and helping you to basically change the world and build your kingdom in jesus name amen Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies, and I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.